Stand up in the fear of God and listen to the Holy Gospel, a chapter from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. May his blessing be amen. Awesome. Our teacher David, the prophet and king, may his blessing be amen. Sing to the Lord a new song, for the Lord has wrote wonderful works. Shout to God all the earth. Sing and exult and sing songs. in the name of the Lord, O Lord and God and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, glory be to forever and ever. Amen. Then the same day at the evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for the fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. Now, when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Then Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But two must call Didymus, one of the twelve was not with them. When Jesus came, the other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days his disciples were again inside, and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst, and said, Peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, Reach your finger here, and look at my hands, and reach your hand here, and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, my Lord and my God, Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. And truly Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. On the Easter night we spoke about risen with Him. And we saw how St. Gregory the Theologian was telling us that the resurrection is not in need, was Christ not in need for this resurrection, but it was my own personal need. That's why we explained last week the difference between in Christ and with Christ. And we said that in Christ it's my own choice when I repent, I confess my sins, and I'm uniting myself with Christ through the Eucharist. Then I'm going to enjoy what is with Christ, risen with Him, seated with Him at the right hand of the Father, and so on. And we start this week a new series under the same title, Risen with Him. 
And our subtitle today is Revelation versus Knowledge. Let me start with the words of Saint Athanasius, <coughs> who is telling us it's a gift for you, for everyone who is ready or able to receive this gift, who is going to choose to be in Christ. So Jesus accepted a decaying body so that decaying bodies might put on immortality. This is our hope in eternal life. We receive this immortality here, we are going to die, but we are sure that we are going to be risen like Christ, with Him, in immortality and forever. So if you are coming this morning with a mortal mind, is telling me and you it's time to renew your mortality into immortality. To see that every and each deed you are doing in your life is going to be an immortal act if you choose it. Or just something mortal which is going to end up by your death or even by doing this act itself. So let me share with you a few verses today to see what does it mean to be risen with him and what does it mean to be receiving a revelation rather than a knowledge. We heard today in John chapter 20 and verse 25, it was saying the other disciples therefore said to him, we have seen the Lord, Thomas. We call this Sunday the new Sunday or Thomas Sunday. Why is it new? Because it's the first Sunday with the full assurance of the disciples of the resurrection. Or last Sunday they were in doubt, they were fearful of what is going on. Some of them even didn't believe. But today is the new Sunday of the whole church. Everyone is required to enjoy the fullness of the assurance of his resurrection with the Lord himself. So the other disciples therefore said to him, to Thomas, we have seen the Lord. Here is the knowledge. And he was with the disciples at least in the last three or three and a half years serving the Lord, walking with the Lord day by day. So he trusts them. And he knew that if they are telling him something, it's true. So he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. In many occasions we are in this position. We know the knowledge. Everyone knows the story of the incarnation, the crucifixion, the resurrection. But it's just, no, I don't believe. And even after we have read the remaining part of the same chapter, the Lord came once more on the next Sunday, which is today, and he believed. Did anything change in his mind or in his knowledge? Nothing. But the knowledge became a revelation. This is what we are looking for at every liturgy. We are coming to receive a revelation. Most of us, if not all of us, knew the knowledge. We know the story, maybe for many years. But few of us, unfortunately, received the revelation. To see the meaning of the power of His resurrection. To have a risen life with Him. And this is what St. Thomas was missing on that day. And he's telling us it's an opportunity to receive this revelation today. He said, I, all what I need is to put my fingers in his nails and my hand in his side. Today you receive something more. You have the whole of Christ, his body and blood in you. Again, it's a revelation. Some of us used to make it as a ritual every Sunday or every few Sundays. But again, every Eucharist, every communion is a revelation. 
You know the story. You know it's the body and the blood, the real body and blood of Christ. But for, for many of us, still it's not a revelation. I'm receiving the whole life of the risen Lord Jesus Christ. Which means I'm capable to defeat the death of this world. In Luke chapter 25, 24, was telling us nearly the same story once more. It's the story of the two disciples of Emmaus. And Jesus met them and they didn't know that he is Jesus. And here what he said. Then one of those name, whose name was Cleopas answered and said to him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? Why? Because we know the story. And have you not known the things which happened there in, in these days? And then he started to tell the Lord the whole story. It was a mighty prophet. We were expecting him to be the Messiah. But he died three days ago. And what is make it more worse, we heard today that some of the women saying that they have seen him is risen. They know the story. But they went in the opposite direction. They went out of Jerusalem. Because it was not revealed to them yet. But once he started to talk to them from the prophets and the law, and then when he broke the bread, their eyes were opened. He's telling us again, it's not a matter of knowing the story, it is the revelation. So we are in the church, we are in the liturgy especially, to receive a revelation. The knowledge is in your mind, and many around us, they have the knowledge. But unfortunately, very few have this revelation. To be in contact with the risen Lord, to be in reality of living a risen life with Him. The same story again, uh, he was continuing, and then, so they said to, them, to him, the things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty indeed, and word before God and all the people. So he was a great man. They, know, they knew him. They met him. And as the tradition is telling us, they were out of the 70 disciples. So they knew him. They were in contact with him for a few years, but still, they don't receive a revelation. So please, in the new Sunday, or the Sunday of Thomas, God wants every one of us to receive the revelation of the power of resurrection. Be my own personal resurrection. In Mark 16, it's worse than that. Again, it's the same story of resurrection. In verse 10 and 11, Mary Magdalene was the first one to see the Lord. She went and told those who had been with, the, with him, the disciples, the people who were very close to Christ. As they mourned and wept, and when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they did not believe. It's before their meeting with him in the night. So, despite they were very, very close to the Lord, and they have seen everything, and even they heard from him, I'm going to die, and I'm going to rise on Saturday. Still, it's a knowledge, not revelation yet. So please, this morning, in this liturgy, the Lord is asking us, are you coming to hear the story, or to celebrate a normal, which is always abnormal, or above normal liturgy, or you are here to receive your own personal revelation about the resurrection of your life in Him and with Him. 
We say it in the creed many times during the day and many times during the liturgy. We confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for a resurrection of the dead and life in the age to come. It is the reality of your faith that you pronounce and you profess every time before God that you are in living the revelation. But if not, claim it. Because he came to reveal himself. And if every liturgy, every breaking of the bread is a revelation that our eyes is going to be opened, it's my turn and it's your turn. Let me share with you a few applications that we can apply it during the liturgy and during the week as well. First of all, ask yourself, is resurrection for me knowledge or revelation? Is everyone around you can see a risen life in you? Or you are the same old person with the same arrogance, same stubbornness, same bad language, same whatever it is? If still you are, your bad habits are the same, then the resurrection is not working enough at you. You need to ask him during this liturgy, to ask him during this week, that I need this power of your resurrection. If it's still knowledge, ask for conversion. Tell him, Lord, I'm here to convert my knowledge into a revelation. Like the two disciples of Emmaus, like the twelve disciples. Like everyone were, were around you at that time. But they didn't receive anything from you. They were just thinking of you as a mighty prophet, as the two disciples of Mars were saying. Or someone who spent a good time with him. It is not the job of Christ. He came to save, to raise us from our death. The same for each belief in your life. It's not only the revelation of the resurrection, it's the revelation of the incarnation, the cross, everything. Every time the Lord is inviting us in the church and even in the whole life for a personal revelation, not for only knowledge. Definitely we need to know first the knowledge, the mental knowledge. But without converting it into a revelation, we are just knowing few things, worse than Google even. And the last thing is, make it your prayer, this liturgy and this week. I'm awaiting your revelation, which I needed, which is different from one to another today and forever. May the power of the risen Lord be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen.